Heritage Foundation national security expert James Carafano joins me to discuss the cozy relationship between communist China and the Mexican drug cartels. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, I'll also remember the 9-11 attacks and honor everyone who served our nation in the years afterwards. Follow the Sarah Carter Show wherever you get your podcasts. Caltech Innovation is back-to-back. You've heard me talk about Caltech's P50 pistol. Now here comes the new 9mm P15 carry pistol. Quality engineered, the 9mm P15 carry pistol is the lightest, thinnest of its kind in Caltech's first striker fire handgun. And as another first, the P15s feature a totally unique patent-pending 15-round extended magazine. Now other features include ambidextrous grip, safety, reversible mag release, and the hybrid fiber optic night sights with full adjustable rear. That all comes standard. It's from Keltec, inventors of subcompact polymer and now metal handguns. The P15's gator grip texture on the polymer version increases stability and makes for easy, accurate handling, while the all-metal version offers comfortable but positive traction and a really beautiful wood grip panel. The P15 is the dependable firepower you need to secure your world. See the new 9mm P15 first, up close and personal at keltecweapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C weapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. My name is John Fetterwoman. Oh man, he's really bad off. That's bad. That sounds, you know what that sounds like, right? Strong woman from South Park. <laughs> I'm John Fetterwoman. Oh man, welcome back to the show. Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. It's ma'am. That is correct. She sounds hideous. Well, she's a guy, so. Yeah, you know, I mean, he was at his 9-11 abortion campaign event. Dude, don't ask. Guys, everybody out there, I love you so much. Don't ask me what's going on inside his head. I don't know. You heard what he just said. The man. Yeah, true. So he comes out there. Kane, I need you to do exactly what you did in the tone that you did it. When you were telling me about this audio, you, you were like, did you see this? Did you see, yeah, I said, did you see John Fetterman call himself John Fetterwoman? And then the crowd starts applauding like, oh, you're so woke. <laughs> you're so woke. <laughs> Applause. That's so great, John Fetterwoman. Oh, man. And then, does that resonate with some people? Uh, well, that crowd, apparently. I mean, I'm just trying to think, like, I don't. That doesn't necessarily, I, I don't know. Does that really actually work? I don't know. Some guys go out there and they say that they're feminists and there's some broads that eat, out, eat that up. So I, maybe, who knows? So his, he was having, he was on the struggle bus, man. On that camp, at that campaign event. Guys, you absolutely can question whether or not he can do the job after hearing this. Was this 18,005, the soundbite? Yes. One of you, you didn't have a doctor in your life making fun of it making light of it or telling you that you're not fit to be served yeah, can you describe uh, the, these are the highlights stroke and what you know what's happened if so i i use the example so pretend i was i want to go to wegmans yay wegmans it's such the most important race for the Senate here for 22. I want to, these are the highlights. We have to replace Pat Toomey. Oh, no, no. 
Toomey was not very nice to me. Um. He, Pat Toomey is a miracle. He had a chance. I can't. I he had a can't. chance to match me up again. Okay, can, okay, can we stop? What is with the weird yelling? It's like me right now. Let me just do what he's doing. I'm looking at my studio and I'm looking at what Kane is drinking right now. And it's lemon razzy. That's the stuff that he does. Kane's drink is actually called lemon razzy. I just wanted to yell it. He's over here. He's got, he unpacks a grocery store every afternoon. I do not. Why do you lie about it? That's a straight up lie. Why do you always lie? It's a straight up lie. He's out here with the lemon razzy. And I don't understand why Futterman yells like this at these weird times. Just in the middle of a conversation, he just decides that he's going to start yelling randomly. It's just weird. You absolutely can sit here and, and question whether or not he's, you know, can handle this job. What did he walk out to on stage at his rally? I'm, because someone's, I, this cannot be real. Someone said, or we had a listener who asked whether or not he, uh, Johnny asked whether or not he walked out to Shania Twain. You know what one that was, that song that was. Man, I feel like a woman. Did he actually, there's no way. He probably did. Are you kidding me? If he's calling himself Fetter Woman, then he most likely did. No way. I. Someone asked, can you die of secondhand embarrassment? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. I feel, what was her death? Secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> That's how she died. Oh my gosh. Guys, I can't. I just, I don't know, man. I, this is the craziest. We have all these weird little races all around the country. These little weird matchups, you know? I, I mean, what's going down in Georgia? They, where you have uh, Raphael Warnock and, and uh, Herschel Walker down there. And the way the Democrats are going after Walker is crazy. And then you have, you know, the guy he's running against who he ran in that special election was unsuccessful. He is, a, he I gotta say, Raphael Warnock is one of the cattiest men I've ever met. And there's, I do not like catty men if they're running for office. Like, catty dudes are funny, but when they're running for office, man, you cannot trust them. You cannot trust them. That's, and, and Raphael Warnock seems like that. Did he, him and his wife had problems, didn't he? There's just all these weird Democrat races. Ammo is expensive and in short supply. Did you know that you can train without ammunition at your home using the Mantis X? All the best shooters in the world do a significant portion of their training with dry fire practice at home. The Mantis X firearms training system is a no ammo, all electronic way to practice and improve your shooting accuracy. It simply attaches to your own firearm like a, like a weapon light and you can use it at home or at the range. The Mantis X gives you data-driven real-time feedback on your technique and guides you through drills and courses. 
those. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes using Mantis X. The Mantis X is used by the Marine Corps, Army, and Special Forces. It's military-grade technology at an affordable price. And the Mantis X can improve your shooting dramatically, and it's a must-have for every gun owner. If you believe in your Second Amendment rights, you should also be able to act on your Second Amendment responsibility and be competent and confident in your shooting ability. Start improving your shooting accuracy today. Get yours at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So one of the things that I've learned in watching the whole funeral thing for uh, Britain's Queen is that there are some fun, little, weird, little custom things that they do with the monarchy. For instance, the royal beekeeper has informed the Queen's bees that the Queen has died and that King Charles is their new boss in a bizarre tradition dating back centuries. Wait, what? Oh yes, it's a real story. Royal beekeeper John Chapel has notified the palace hive of the Queen's death. He's told the bees that King Charles is their new boss and urged them to be good. The centuries-old tradition is rooted in superstition about honey production. And he told them in hushed tones and also affixed black mourning ribbons to each of the hive's boxes. Because if they don't tell the bees, then the bees will leave the hive and no longer make any of the delicious honey. I mean, that's, you know, okay. The Navy admits that it has more UFO videos, but they say releasing the footage would actually harm national security because they said it would reveal information about the Pentagon's operations and capabilities to America's enemies. Okay, so here's my question. Actually, not a question, an observation. I have one question. Are they good or bad? You know, so if you're confirming that they exist, are they good or bad? I mean, I'm okay. Like, I pay taxes to not do stupid things that aren't in Article 1, Section 8, but this is in Article 1, Section 8. I just want to know you all get a handle on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you all have this under control. How much money we spend on, by the way? You know, just we got it under control? I don't know. So, but, you know, that's the questions. Uh, also, Ooh, listen to this. Fast food chains are maybe they could be killing the dining room. At least that's what one. This is kind of wild. Uh, fast food is racing to ditch the dining room. Five hours into, let's say, blah, blah, blah. I hate when these people write these stories. I have notes on this. Uh, and they don't get to the point until like halfway through. The point is, is that a lot of these places, whether it's like a Chipotle or a Starbucks, they're actually getting rid of their in-store dining. It's everything. Fast food is becoming purely drive through. It's going to be totally automated probably soon and completely drive through. The dining rooms are going to soon become a thing of the past with fast food. Stick with us. We got more in store. This teacher, I want to get some education. This teacher is in Texas, Franklin High School. Her name's Amber Parker. There was an 18 second audio clip uploaded to TikTok. And she was heard urging her students to call pedophiles, quote, minor attracted persons. That is, oh man, in Texas. She's 53. She taught English at a school in El Paso. The school district was immediately informed of what happened, I can imagine. And she was... 
suspended, and then ultimately she was fired. She was caught on tape telling them, she said, quote, stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. Stop it, Diego. We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them MAPs, minor attracted persons. So don't judge people because, oh my gosh. She says, don't judge people because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Oh, I'm going to judge. I'm going to judge so much judging. May have some physical judging too. Oh my gosh. I think if you're excusing it, then you're culpable. I think that you're pedophile adjacent if you excuse it and defend it like she did. Man, I hope that the parents involved in the school, honestly, that's what we need to, I, I, I think people who defend pedophilia sh- and they, they try to make up these stupid names for it, I think they should be, we should call them pedophile adjacent. They are. If you're defending this, you're culpable. I, I think that's a capital offense to touch on the death penalty thing. I think pedophiles, if you're a convicted pedophile, you should immediately be put to death when your trial is over. If you're preying on children, there's no space for you here on this rock. I volunteered to do it for free. I'd save all you taxpayers a lot of money. My goodness. I'd offer, I'd pay my own travel. I'd pay for everything myself. I'd save you all money. Just saying. We, there is this, this deterrent. This is insane. So she's, this, this woman has no place in school. I'm glad that the school district reacted the way it did as swiftly as it did. And what gets me is she was teaching children about the crucible, the play. And somehow, I mean, she's, she's a grandmother. She is a grandmother. I got to be honest with you. If I heard a grandparent of my kids talking like this. Oh, man. There's no cave in the Ozarks where they could hide. Oh, no. Mm-mm. If I heard him talking like this, talking like this, there's no cave in the Ozarks where they'd hide. This is just wild in Texas. And you can, in the video, because she references a student by his first name, she says, no, Diego. So apparently Diego... A student in the class used the term pedophile and she got mad and was correcting him. One of the students who the student who, who captured that on video, I hope that they get an extra credit. A I hope their I hope their family and the other families at that school thanks that child for doing what they what they do. You need to tell your kids too that they have every right when stuff like this goes down in the classroom to record it. I don't care if it's in a public school or private school. You're the parent. That's your money. Those people are serving you. Don't get it twisted. They are your employees. You have a partnership with them. And by the way, do you notice that whenever you say, oh, well, you're, they're your employees, the people who get real sensitive about this, they bristle because they do, they do not understand the concept of the agreement between employer and employee. They immediately look, they devalue work immediately by believing that it is somehow an inferior position. Which I find that's a messed up that's a messed up way of thought that some people have. You're providing someone a service. Someone needs a service. Where's the power? But you're the parent and you this is your child. 
You absolutely have a right to speak up and record. I've told my kids before, something like this happens in school, you record it. There's not going to be a single administrator that's going to take issue with it. Crazy. One of my kids uh, in one of their schools, uh, well, and this was uh, some years ago, maybe about six years ago. It was in a it was a, a class, and they were discussing the it was it was a Bible class. They were discussing the Bible, and it was a leftist Christian teacher who does not work there anymore. And she was trying to make the argument that Jesus was a socialist, and my oldest son was not having it. He was he actually got referenced. Uh, refer, he actually got referred to the principal's office because his and he wasn't being disrespectful. He just does not back down. You think I'm bad? You ain't even heard. He just did not back down. And he challenged her on the concept of free will and was asking her why she believes in a system that denies free will when God gives it and totally owned her and it made her mad because she owned him in class or she, he owned her in class. And I'm, you know, I'm talking to, you know, administrators and I'm like, what's the issue here? It sounds like we need a smarter teacher. She didn't last a month longer. It's ridiculous. You have every right, and you need to make sure your kids, which I'm sure, you know, I'm kind of preaching to the choir with a lot of you listening, but you should empower your friends who maybe don't listen or who maybe, you know, you're, you don't entirely agree. You need to let them know that their kids should be empowered to speak up when stuff like this happens. Golly, because think about all the, all the stuff like this that is not caught. And for the people out there who are like, well, I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm being watched all the time in the classroom. Well, you know what? If you're not, you took this job willingly, yes? If you're not doing anything like defending pedophilia, then you have nothing to worry about, correct? Kind of how I look at it. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. I'm going to try to get through. Some, these are ridiculous. I got to get through them quick. All right. So first and foremost, how was your weekend? Because this father and son had of a hell of a time. They were, they're wanted in a Lake Helen wedding reception beat down. Volusia County, Florida, two men whom deputies say severely beat a Lake Mary man at a wedding have been arrested. Finally, Joel O'Grady, 38, and his son, Julian Falkenberg, what a name, of Sanford. They were arrested by police late Friday evening. According to Volusia County Sheriff's Office, they were at a wedding reception when they got into a fight with another man in the parking lot. They beat him over the head and face until he became unresponsive. So they were taken into custody. And a bizarre Florida man got jail time after putting laxatives in his son's medication. 14 months in prison. Boy, I hope some people have make sure he has a good time there. Mm -hmm. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Heritage Foundation national security expert James Carafano joins me to discuss the cozy relationship between communist China and the Mexican drug cartels. I'm Sarah Carter. On the latest Sarah Carter Show, Carafano also explains how China is laundering the billions of dollars the cartels are making by trafficking drugs and humans. I'll also remember the anniversary of 9-11 attacks and honor everyone who served our nation in the years afterwards. Follow the Sarah Carter Show wherever you get your podcasts.